What is up, everybody? You are listening to The Truth Experience, the podcast that inspires young people to identify truth and encounter God. If you don't know me, I'm Alec, and this is Sean. We are here bringing you another episode, and let me tell you, we're really excited for this one. This one is going to be a lot of fun. Today, we are talking about an update on end times, what's currently going on, and how does it all... um, what does it all mean for the end times uh, from a Christian worldview? So we're really excited about this yeah. one. And like we had a heart for sure that we talk, of course, we talk about the Bible and what has happened, but we want you guys to know that things are still happening. You know, we still live in the church period and we still have a lot of the books to, to, still to go through, not only in Revelation, but prophecies and other books that still haven't been done so we're excited to talk about kind of what's going on in this world right now too yeah and i'll be candid i'll, I'll be honest I, I don't think i know a lot about end times you know there's those people that really study end times like mm-hmm. that's their thing yeah. and i i wouldn't say that's me um but i would say that i definitely um in the last couple months have had a heart for end times um in the sense of i just want to understand what the bible says mm-hmm. um so everything we say today is going to be from a biblical perspective obviously you guys know us by now um, or try, we're going to do our best not to get, um, you know, get out there in the sense of um, I'm not, not not creating opinions out of nothing. I mean, yeah, maybe sure. Sean might, but just, it's okay. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but we are just going to tell you what the Bible says um, and try to bring truth to a kind of uh, chaotic um topic because I don't know if you guys are on, like, I mean, obviously everyone's on YouTube, but when I go on YouTube and I see end time stuff, I'm gonna say 75% of the time. That's being very generous. Very so. generous. Okay. <laughs> 75% of the time, there's just some straight weirdos yeah. talking about stuff on there. Straight yeah, weirdos. Sure. And I don't want to bring another, like, oh my gosh, everything is gonna fall apart. But we do want to bring some type of truth into um, a kind of chaotic topic. For sure. And I mean, we. We're sitting here maybe six months into the pandemic, six months into craziness, um, not just with the pandemic, but, you know, so many things happening in this world. And I've had friends reach out to me of, does this relate to the Bible or what does the Bible say about this? So you may be sitting there having the same questions of, you know, if God is real and God is controlling this world, um, what what does God think about this? Has God talked about this before? Um, what do we see in the future with what God says? So yeah. we definitely want to touch on that a little bit today. Sounds good. We're going to do this thing. Uh, so let's just take a minute and talk about what's currently going on. What are some um, key things? I mean, uh, there's a couple obvious ones, but what are some key things that, um, let's say, n- not necessarily relate to end times, but people relate to end times currently yeah, going on? I mean, if if you're watching this, you're probably doing school at home right now. And there's a big reason you're doing school yeah, at yeah. home right now. It's because there's an invisible enemy, you know, yep. right now. And it's definitely Corona is what really, I think, sparked all of this of people thinking, oh, no, the world is not always going to be the same. You know, yep. something even something small as a germ, you know, a virus could come and just flip everything upside down. So, yeah, I'd say COVID is number one. Um unrest for sure a lot of like riots a lot of that craziness happening in this country but also other countries other countries yeah there's a lot of riots in different countries right now yeah lebanon is going through it like um there's um 
another one that's spacing my my mind, but it's like the last dictator dictator in mm. uh, in Europe, and they're having crazy riots oh, really? in um, in there out there. So that it, there is a lot of unrest. I think also um, what other people may not know, um, Israel just signed a peace treaty mm. with um, an Arab nation, the United Emirates. I think. That's who it was, right? Yes, yeah. like the Dubai, Dubai, Abu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Abu Dhabi, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I had a lot of people, uh, a lot, a few youth actually, who are up, updated on um, current, you know, and news, yeah, yeah. news, yeah. Um, reach out to me and be like, like this is crazy, you know, like what the heck's going on, you know. And if you don't know, um. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute, actually. I'll take my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what's kind of currently going on. Um, and how do you think, how does the, like, let's just start with the pandemic. Like, how does the pandemic relate to to end times? Does it relate to end times? Is it just a disease? Or is it um, part of the tribulation? Like, I'm trying to go as extreme as possible here. Like, those are probably the two views, yeah, right? I think um, yes and no, it does relate. It, I don't think it relates in a specific sense, like the Bible saying, you know, right before the Antichrist shows up or right before I show up, whatever it may be, there's going to be this disease or something like that. But Jesus does mention things that are going to happen before his coming. And he talks about, he says pretty much these are things that are always were happening, but they're just going to happen more continually. Yeah. He like he relays it to like a woman in childbirth mm-hmm. that the birth pains get closer and closer as the baby's about to come. Yeah. Um just how craziness is gonna seem closer and closer to when Christ is coming. So and I think we see that in our world now with you yeah. know, it's COVID, it's riots, um, it's earthquakes, it's like, you know, oh this happened in this country, like these people are dying, um, you know, the sex trafficking stuff, whatever it may be. It just seems every time we turn on the news, it's like, oh, here comes another thing, you know? Yeah, it does seem like our world's getting worse and worse, which yeah. um, is a is another proof of of um, of just the Bible in general, sure. right? Like the the second law of thermodynamics, right? Um, that that's right, you know how everything sure. <laughs> how everything is getting uh, worse and worse yes. instead of better and better, you know? Yeah. Um, is a is a if you want to study into that, that's a really good thing to study of. Um, that disproves evolution and proves uh, some type of creation, yeah. right? Um, but, but yeah, I think you're right. Um, I know Jesus, when he was speaking, he said, um, and the Bible in general talks about wars, famines, um, you know, diseases, uh, natural disasters such as earthquakes, you know, and and all of those things we're seeing more frequently. Yeah, especially like sure. some earthquakes. I don't know. There's been I feel like there's been a, a lot of earthquakes in the last like five years yeah. that are pretty like detrimental to a lot of people i'm i just go on twitter and don't use twitter if you don't have it it's not worth it <laughs> <laughs> it's just sadness no but you just look in the trending and it's like oh 5.0 earthquake oh 5.4 earthquake in utah whatever it may be and it's just like you said it's constant it's always yeah. happening something around the world yeah and i think that it's a good it's a good segue into our next um next item that we're going to talk about you know i think that the pandemic um, it's not the tribulation, right? Yeah. Like, like, let's just all be honest and clear. Like it's not the tribulation, um, but it's a sign of what is to come. 
right? And it's a uh, it's a glimpse into the future um, of like you know Jesus saying like I'm coming soon. Like he said that two thousand years ago. Yeah. So I must be soon, right? <laughs> or it could be another two thousand years. Like we have no idea. You know, yeah. Jesus said like only the Father knows the day and the time that I, that He's coming back. Yeah. So. We don't know. Uh, I went to Bible college with a lot of people that thought they knew that Jesus was coming back on September 9th, 2017 or whatever it was. Why, why September 9th, 2017? I don't know. I don't really. I wasn't. I was just kind of frustrated that My they didn't read in. the scripture. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny because yeah. um, I, I went to Bible college with with one dude in particular who swore we were getting raptured on, a, on September. I think it was September 9th, something like that. Yeah. And, um, and if I'm being ignorant, forgive me on the date, but... I thought like he was being really ignorant because the Bible clearly says that we're not going to know when. Yeah. So um, September 10th rolled around. He was super sad. Oh, I went to him and I was like, what's up? Poor guy. It's a new he day, was, new possibilities, new challenges. He, you ready for this? <laughs> he thought he was going to be in his white robes in heaven, chilling, but he had to go back to school. I understand. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough for him. <laughs> Then his excuse was actually it's October first, and then October first rolled around, and I said, "Hey, new days, new possibilities. <laughs> How are we?" <laughs> but um, but you know, there the people can look at the pandemic and be like, "Wow, like we're in it. What's happening? You know, the tribulation is here. Uh, we are in the end times. Like Jesus said, we're in the end times. You know, First uh, John says that we're in the end times." Um, you know, I just want to read this real quick. First uh, John two eighteen, children, it is the last hour. And as you have heard, the Antichrist is coming. So now many Antichrists have come. Therefore, we know that it is the last hour. So yeah. uh, we're going to talk about that verse more. But but um, but it's just clear. Like if, if John could write that in, what was it? Like, you know, first century A.D., yeah. right? <laughs> uh, first century A.D., uh, we are definitely in the end times now. So it, it, we are in the end times, but it's important to remember that... Um, Certain events have not happened that point to the yeah. thing, the tribulation starting. And I think um, it's very healthy to have the idea that Christ is coming. Um, John had that. Paul yeah. had that. If you look at um, pastors from like the 1600s or 1700s when America first started and they were sharing the gospel, their message was always um, repent for the kingdom is, is near. God yeah. is coming, you know, and that's what led so many people to be saved in those times. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important, um, to have that mindset, but also understand that we won't know the day or the hour, but yeah. God tells us to be, um, I think it's in Isaiah talks about being a watchman on the wall, which was the person who would be in the high tower in the, um, the city to see what's happening. Like who's coming, who's coming trying to kill us, you know? And God tells us not to be that watchman who's who's fallen asleep because there'll be signs. We may not know the day or the hour, but we can know the season, you know, that, oh, this has happened. You know, it's coming close. To yeah, so, which is sure. really important. Like, who doesn't want to know, like, oh, it's coming close. Yeah, know? for yeah, sure. Agreed. Super cool. It is cool. It is really cool. One event that has taken place that I think a lot of people have mistaken for either the tribulation is starting yeah. Um, or um, or something to that effect is the Israel Peace Treaty. So let's just give a little background of what that Israel Peace Treaty is and why people can mistake that for the possibility of the tribulation starting. Yeah, it's funny. I had a friend who like texted me before I even heard about it and was like, you know, Donald Trump played us all. He's the Antichrist. <laughs> so, and he was like kind of being serious, you know. So yeah, a lot of people see it that way. And it's because in Revelation, it talks about 
a peace treaty being made between Israel and um, a bunch of nations led by the Antichrist. Um, just so we let you guys know, Israel has never been liked by anyone since they yeah. became a nation in 1948, other than America, for the most part. Um, so this is the first time we see these countries, especially Muslim countries, kind of make a treaty to say, you know, we're not going to fight with you, you know, like we're, we're kind of going to settle this, you know. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people looked at that and said, oh, well, this is what the Bible, the Bible talks about in Revelation, that, yeah. you know, this treaty is made. Everything seems great. We have this world peace, which we've all been seeking for. We finally peace in the Middle East. But in the Bible, three and a half years into the treaty, it's broken. And then, you know, the floodgates are open of just attacking Israel. Yeah, 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 you're totally right. And, you know, I, I can uh, almost understand, almost is a key word, I <laughs> almost understand how people can see this as, um, as you know, part of the tribulation. Like it is a peace treaty with somebody who um, who used to hate Israel, for yeah. sure. Uh, probably still does, but it's a peace treaty. But there are some key factors of why this is not the start of the tribulation so i just want to talk about a few of those i'll yeah. say one that you can go on um in daniel 9 27 so this is um if you guys want to know about the tribulation um this this 70 week prophecy of daniel in the end of chapter 9 is probably the best place to go um yeah. other than revelation um and just so that a uh, quick understanding he uses the word weeks and um as a representation of years right so um so if you are confused by the weeks it really means years it's just a super jewish thing yeah it's, yeah it's their <laughs> beautiful language um and at the end of it in verse 27 um he is speaking about the antichrist right then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week right um and i think a key the key part about this treaty that shows that it's not um the treaty is that it's only with one nation yes yeah. uh, which is a big which is a big deal you know if you go to scripture it says that there's gonna be many nations mm -hmm. there's gonna be a lot of nations that back out that don't want part of it because they are going to attack israel yeah. but um but it's going to be with many nations. So that's really one big thing that points to this not being uh, the treaty. So uh, yeah. what are some, a couple other things? I agree with that. Um, like we said, many nations. Um, it says the Antichrist is like 10 nations, you know, that he has under his control in a sense, you know. Um, not only that, I think it's the wrong nations too, for yeah. sure. Like if it's the um, like Abu Dhabi, like Dubai, um that's the most non-Muslim Muslim country. There yeah, is. and they're very liberal when it comes it's to the Las Vegas of Muslim countries. Yeah. they call it the um, the place where um, Muhammad's eyes do not see. Yeah, it's like anything goes here. Type yeah, kind of like Las Vegas. Um, what else? I think the the treaty is a different time period too. It's not set at seven years, kind of like the treaty in the Bible is talking about as well. Which yeah, is a really key thing. Yeah, you're right. Um, another key thing is the Temple Mount hasn't changed in the, the peace treaty. treaty. Yeah. Um, in the biggest, the big deal about the treaty will be that uh, the Temple Mount is split from um, uh, Muslims being able to worship on it and Jews being able to worship yeah. on it being able to build their temple so uh, um we've both been to um israel have you gone to the temple mount sadly no I've okay seen, i've seen it though so <laughs> so the temple mount right now is controlled by um the muslims and it has a huge golden dome on yeah. it where they um it's called the dome of the rock um and it's it's 
fully controlled by Muslims and um, for the worship of the Muslim religion. Um, Jews are not allowed to worship on that mountain. In fact, it's really sketchy. You go up there and uh, they, you got people following you the whole time, listening to what you're saying, making sure that you're not teaching anything wrong, mm-hmm. um, which is, just, you know, it's pretty fun to be honest with you, but um, <laughs> it's it's trip. It's different, you know, but one thing that the Antichrist is going to be able to do is he's going to be able to get the Muslims and the Jews to have part of the temple mount yeah. and be able to worship at the same time. So the temple will be able to be built and the Dome of the Rock will continue to be a place of worship for the Muslims. And that hasn't happened. So and that's going to be a powerful man. Who can do that. Yeah. And also a quick side note, uh, the Antichrist will be liked by everyone. And yeah. Donald Trump is not liked by I everyone. <laughs> he barely has like a 10% approval. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. so there's no way he's the Antichrist. Those are just a few things of why the Israel Peace Treaty is not the treaty in the, um, in the end of days. Mm-hmm. But why do you think the Israel Peace Treaty is so important? I think it's, it's a move towards that peace, you know, that says what we says that Antichrist is going to have for everything, you know. So it's funny, like, of course, we all think peace throughout the whole earth. This is a good thing, you know, and it is a good thing. But the Bible says when that comes, that's going to be the sign that, you know, the end is here, you know, yeah. that the Antichrist is going to bring everyone together and then they're all going to turn on Israel. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important to see that this is kind of a movement towards that. Yeah. But it's also a movement towards um, other biblical things. Ezekiel 37 talks about a war um, between Israel and it's like Russia and Iran and that type of thing. So yeah. this almost moves closer towards that or also moves closer towards maybe, you know, these countries may have jumped on this treaty, but maybe in the future other countries are going to jump on and that could be the full peace treaty that's talked about yeah. in Revelation and Daniel. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I also think going back to that first John verse in first uh, John two eighteen, children, it's the last hour, as you have heard the that Antichrist is coming, so now many Antichrists have come. So John John as he's writing is um is creating this image of um, the Antichrist will come, yeah. but there will be images of the Antichrist sure. that will um, point to his coming. So a couple of those people, uh, Nero was an Antichrist figure in the, he was a Roman Caesar um, when the church just started. Yeah. Throw, you know, we can go into what he did, right? He was burning Christians to use them as torches for his gardens. Yeah. He was like, you know, he was crazy. He, he burnt down Rome and blamed it on the Christians. Yeah. Just to get reelected, and then also to get the hate on the Christians and not himself. Yeah, crazy d- stuff. definitely an Antichrist figure. Yeah. Another one, um, definitely be Hitler. Hitler was an antichrist figure. These aren't the antichrist, but in each generation, the Christians thought that this was the antichrist, yeah. right? Um, they thought Nero was the antichrist for sure. And they were they're all images of the antichrist. And I think what this might be is another um, image of what is to come. You know, it's a small treaty that is leading to a big treaty, like you said. Yeah. It might be a little taste of what is coming, which makes it important in that sense. Yeah, and if anything, it should wake you guys up to look for these things. Like, always take everything with a grain of salt if you hear someone saying you know this is a treaty all this stuff um don't take it just go to the bible and see what it says and see if it matches up um not only that you hear a lot of things with like oh covid is leading to this or that um or for instance with covid is has kind of ramped up us going to a cashless society you know Mm -hmm. and a lot of people think like you know the vaccine is going to be this chip or us moving against money is going to lead to you know the rapture and revelation all that stuff because we see the antichrist almost 
the way he tells his followers in the Bible is almost a cashless society where he has something that, you know, has your information and also has your bank account linked to it. Mm -hmm. And COVID is not leading to that, but it could, you know, necessarily, you know, give signs or give movements that could finally lead to, oh, this is what the Antichrist is going to use when he finally shows up. If it's five years from now or 50 years from now, you know? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. So that's a great segue into um, what we wanted to talk about last. What is our response? Because I feel like, um, you know, we can learn all of this, but not have a response to it. And I feel like also there's a lot of Christians that have the wrong response to yeah. end time. So what should our response be? I think first off, it should be an excitement for the end times, you know, like we talked about, you know, a lot of people see that pastor like online on YouTube or on TV and they're talking about, you know, you're going to go to hell or, you know, the rapture's coming tomorrow. Like this is the date, like you said, with your friend, yeah. you know, and that may turn you off and be like, I don't want to touch this stuff at all. Yeah. I have a lot of friends like that for sure. Or I've seen churches like that where it's like, we're not going through Revelation because that's confusing, you know, mm -hmm. but, you know. At the beginning of Revelation, it says, blessed is those who read this message, you know? That's, yeah. And the whole Bible is a blessing, but that's the only book where it says it at the beginning. Yeah. Blessed are you if you read this, you know? So yeah. that's that's a big thing for sure. So not being scared, I think is big. You yeah. know, understand Jesus is coming back. You know, this is my redeemer. I need to be excited for this. But also understanding that, you know, with Jesus coming back and as we see these signs, you know, presumably we are in the season and it's coming soon, but we need to share the gospel with our friends. We need to do the Great Commission and understand that time is short and just how in Genesis 6, when that when the door to the boat of Noah's Ark closed, you know, it was closed. You yeah. Know? And when it started raining, I'm sure there's tons of people banging on the door like, let me in, Noah, mm -hmm. you know. But that door is closed already, you know, and when this stuff starts, you know, and when it comes, you know, metaphorically, that that door is going to be closed to the yeah. boat and the rain's going to start coming and people that aren't on the boat, you know, you know, it sucks. It does. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that just leads into just a quick story, you know reading a book called um, The Jesus Revolution. It was about the revival in the in the 60s and 70s. And uh, the revival was sparked because the church um, saw that Israel had just become a nation, right? That's a huge end times event. Um, they had saw that Israel had just become a nation and they decided, you know, we need to share the gospel with every person we possibly can. And people were getting saved. Like we're seeing the fruits of that today still. Like our mm -hmm. church is a result of that, you know? Um, and that's such a cool thing to see that that the church um, saw end times and thought, you know what, we need to share the gospel yeah. more. And there was two camps in the church. There was um, there was those who um, were focused on the political things of the Vietnam War, and there was those who were sharing the gospel. And I feel like right now we have a choice. Are we going to get caught up in the political side of do I wear a mask? Do I not wear a mask? Is the coronavirus real? Is it not? Um, or are we going to say, hey, we need to share the gospel? Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. You yeah. know, like we need to share the gospel and um, we need to learn from the past, the past mistakes. Just want to encourage everybody. Don't get caught up in politics. Get caught up in sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, because that is what's going to save. And that's our proper response to the end times. For sure. And it makes me think about, I mean, we just read John in our Thursday group, you know, and we, we finished it this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but you see that even with the people, they're so political. They're like, you know, should we give taxes, Jesus? You know, should we give to Julius Caesar? Or should we be under Roman control? Should we try to revolt? You know, 
where should we worship on this mountain or should we worship over here? And they completely miss that they're talking to the living God, you know, because they're focusing on all this political stuff. So that's going to be a big thing now. And it's going to be a big thing continuing, you know, where Satan brings this strong diversion in the end times, which Revelation says that, you know, people are going to completely miss that Jesus is coming back because they're focusing on everything that's happening so much so that it says that the rapture is going to happen and everyone's going to miss that that happened. You yeah. Know? that it's going to happen and some political leader, you know, Antichrist, whatever maybe, may be, will have an answer for it. And there'll probably be conspiracy theories of what happened and all that good stuff. So yeah. it's just so important to understand that we have the truth already in the Bible. And that's what we need to follow. We need to look through that and match it up to the news before we look at the news, like 100%. Yeah. Yeah, amen. Just want to encourage everybody, don't live in fear, live in yes. excitement because Jesus is coming back. Amen. Hope everybody had a, has a good day. Hope this uh, episode encourages you. Uh, if you want to do us a favor, like, comment, share, do all you can to get this podcast out there so that people can hear our message and they can experience truth just like you are. Hope everybody has a good rest of your day. See you later.